0: Hello there, it's Phil and I'm the Loneliness Guy. Before we jump into this episode of Connection Over Coffee and talk about loneliness and how we can do authentic connection as gay men wherever you are in the world, I invite you to stop and think a moment. The irony of listening to a podcast which is all about loneliness and then doing connection is that it's something that we tend to do alone. We listen through headphones while we're commuting, while out walking or while we clean the house. But think about this. While you're likely listening to this alone, there are other gay men who are also feeling lonely and are listening to these words right now too. We're never alone in the thoughts that we're thinking and the feelings that we're feeling. We're never alone. And there's power in that knowledge. And that power is called community. I'm working to build a supportive community to serve gay men experiencing loneliness wherever they are in the world. As part of this, I'd love it if you could send me a pic of you enjoying a coffee, where you are in the world, that you are happy for me to use on my socials. If you're wanting to feel part of a greater global community of gay men, please reach out to me on my socials. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. Thank you so much for being here. Now, let's get on and have that coffee, hey? Hey, welcome to Connection Over Coffee with me, Phil McAuliffe, the loneliness guy. In this episode, we're going to be talking about, well, I'm going to ask you a question about what are you holding onto and how does that get in the way of you doing authentic connection? But before we get into into this chat, into this episode, I need to say that this podcast contains content relating to the physical, mental, and emotional well-being of gay men. If that's going to offend you or anyone in earshot, now's the time for you to move on. I also wish to acknowledge the Ngunnawal people as the traditional custodians of this land upon which this episode has been recorded, edited and uploaded. I wish to acknowledge and respect Elders past, present and emerging and the Ngunnawal people's continuing culture and the contribution they make to the life of Canberra and the surrounding region. I'd also like to acknowledge and welcome other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who may be listening to this episode. Now that you're here, how about you go and get us a table and have a chat to Michael on your way past, and I'll go get the coffee sorted. I'll see you in a minute.
1: Hey there, Michael here from Alismo Coaching and the Gay Men Going Deeper podcast. I've had the pleasure of being a guest on the Connection Over Coffee podcast several times, and one thing I love about Phil is that we share a commitment to authentic connection. As a certified life and wellness coach, I specialize in helping gay men build more meaningful connections by becoming more of who they really are. My commitment is to guide you through a process of self-discovery that helps you overcome common roadblocks like insecurity, fear, and self-doubt. Also, that you can feel more confident and more comfortable in your own skin. And of course, we have a lot of fun along the way. So if you're interested in learning more, I would love to connect with you. Just go to www.wellismo.com forward slash TLG to book a free discovery call with me. Or you could just check me out on Instagram at walismo underscore coach. That's W-E-L-L-I-S-M-O underscore coach. Oh, and by the way, listeners of this podcast enjoy a very special VIP rate on my coaching. So make sure you let me know the loneliness guy sent you. Okay, Phil, over to you.
0: Here you go. Welcome to episode 38 of the Connection Over Coffee podcast. If you're returning for, a co- for another coffee with me, welcome back. It's wonderful to have another coffee with you again. And if this is the first time that you and I have connected over coffee, I want to say hi and let you know how proud I am of you. I know that the thoughts and feelings of loneliness are horrible and the mere act of pressing play to listen to a podcast or watch on YouTube may have had you thinking and feeling some pretty awful things. One of the most special things about sitting and having a coffee together is that sharing this time and having a coffee creates space and time to have a real conversation. It's not rushed, there's none of this whole work bullshit, it's just us having a chat. It's a beautiful thing. So I'm proud of you for being here and having a real chat about something that really matters. As I said, this is episode 38 and it follows the blog post that I published on the 17th of February um, called, What Are You Holding On To? Now, if you follow me on socials, on Instagram, particularly on Instagram, you may have had Let It Go from that Disney movie Frozen um, in your mind because I've been using that... Um, in my Instagram stories to um, raise awareness of that blog post. Um, I'm not sorry that I did it. It is an absolute earworm. I have actually uh, had that song in my mind, in my, my well, head, <laughs> um, for a the last few weeks, honestly. Uh, it, sometimes it's been okay. Most times it's been rather unpleasant. Um, but I tend to... Whenever I listen to it, like really listen to that, it's a fantastic kind of source of... What I want to say, source of inspiration, but it's one of these things that we end up... um, uh, Like if if you really listen to the lyrics, it's really powerful about how we do need to let things go um, before we can really... Step into who we are and own who uh, and be who we are. Own that and engage with ourselves, engage with those who um, uh, who we love most, and engage with the wider world from that position. It takes an enormous amount of courage, and that's what this episode's all about. That's what we're going to be talking about today um, over coffee. Is what are you asking the question, what are you holding on to? And how is that getting in the way of you doing connection? All right. So you're ready to get into this because I've got a couple of questions for you to kick things off. And these are these are three questions that I posed in the blog post. Um, and if you want to go and read the blog post, go and check it out. Episode description in the well, well, There's a link in the episode description. I was about to say there's an episode description in the link. Um, Perhaps I need to take another another sip of my coffee uh, just to get things, uh, I was going to say, get things straight in my head, but don't really want to have things straight in my head. Um, Get things clear in my head. But those three questions, those three questions are, are you ready? The three questions are, Do you find that there's a part of you that really wants to engage with the world around you as your beautiful, authentic self? The second question. Do you sometimes feel that there's something within you that's holding you back from doing that connection that you want? Third question. What is that thing? What is that something within you? I'm going to answer that third one. Third one um, for you here. Because likely, when we sort of boil down to, you know, get down to tin tax, brass tax, boil it down to, you know, to, to its absolute essential stuff, it's Fear. It's fear that holds us back because connection, real, honest, soul-nourishing and life-sustaining connection, the connection that you need as a human, that I need as a human, requires us to be vulnerable. It requires us to put ourselves out there and be seen and be heard for us to feel that we belong. Now, of that equation, being seen, being heard, and then belonging, two of those things are up to us. We can control how and when we are seen. We control how and when we are heard. We control these things by deciding to show up and be seen we control how we are heard by opening our mouths and saying something or otherwise making a noise. You know, I live in a house of boys. So me, Jeff, two kids, one of the ways that's heard is by farting. So, you know, whether that sort of helps you be seen and feeling that you belong, Then all power to you, but perhaps not every situation. Not every situation um, is appropriate for you to be heard by farting. So let's just go with you know being heard by actually speaking up. But the third part of the equation, the feeling that you belong, is almost um, a feeling that we get from other people's responses to us deciding to be seen and us deciding to feel heard. Now, certainly, part of that feeling that we belong comes from us, comes from within, but other parts of it come externally from others, and we get that. And in order to feel that we belong, we need to do the seeing, we need to do the being heard bit. And that whole... um uh, feeling of belonging that we long that we need to get from um, from others from those around us as humans requires them to judge us judge us and accept us now dramatic pause there this is fucking scary <laughs> that 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 judgment is terrifying. We fear it. We fear being judged and assessed as not worthy. We fear being judged and assessed as not being enough, like good enough, smart enough, attractive enough, fit enough, um, rich enough. Whatever it is, whatever it is, we fear the not being enough and we fear not just not measuring up, but we also fear the ridicule that comes from it, like the the rolled eyes, the the giggles, the 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 um, the, the, the comments that are made behind uh, um, behind a hand, in you know, in, in, in conversation, or otherwise are um, you know, done over the internet or or whatever it is. We fear that judgment. We fear that ridicule and we fear that failure. Because I'm sure, just like me, that you can point to multiple experiences in your life when you put yourself out there. You put yourself out there. You bravely and courageously put yourself out there to be seen and to be heard, and you were met with judgment. You were ridiculed. You were laughed at when you likely fell flat on your figurative or literal us. And that, those, 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 those events are horrible. They stay with us for life and likely right now. You're sitting here listening to these words and reflecting on something that happened sometime in your past. Where you tried to put yourself out there, and you know it wasn't—you weren't—you you, well, you fell—you fell on your ass socially, and that likely happened in um, uh, during your teenage years, where we do like almost everything to fit in. Um, and so where we don't fit in, we, we edit and mold ourselves and adapt ourselves in the effort to fit in. So one of the things that we're like, when I'm, when I say to you that, you know, you've got to do connection, you've got to be seen, you've got to be heard in order to feel that you belong. Like, I understand that that's not an easy thing to do and trust me, it's not an easy thing for me to do either. (laughs) This is not actually sometimes altogether pleasant sitting here uh, talking into a camera um, uh, for the video on, on YouTube or talking into the microphone um, for this uh, for this podcast for you to listen to because each and every time I say something, each and every time I say something, each time that I'm seen, each time that I'm heard is an opportunity for, is an invitation for judgment. And it's lovely, it's lovely when that judgment uh, comes back and say, yes, I've you know, Phil, you know, your, your, what you do is amazing, how you do it is great, all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't always happen like that. It doesn't always happen like that, and it's the internet. It's the internet, and sometimes people are very free with their comments um, and, uh, and, and their critiques. It never stops being scary, that vulnerability. it never stops being scary that 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 fear of judgment so and it might not I, I want to just acknowledge right here, as I did in the blog post at this point, is to say that you know the um, the event, these kind of traumatic events that have That have led to our fear might not actually be, you know, um, uh, might actually be really major traumatic events, and maybe the event was something that you know is is an absolute horrible, horrific event, and it's that event that we feel we know within us. Is the thing that is holding us back now? If that's the case, if it wasn't, um, if it wasn't something that was, you know, typical of you know teenagers, and if it actually was something very traumatic, I want to acknowledge that. I want to acknowledge that, and say that I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry, and how much I admire how you go about life. What I want to say in all of this moving forward is that this fee, this fee has, um, it might not be from what's holding you back, but it's also who's holding you back. And um, from, and it's it could be something, It well, it is something within you. There is something within you that wants you to stay small and doesn't want to see you grow. That could be a what, and it also could be a who in your life. Now, that's an uncomfortable truth. There could be someone in your life who wants you to stay small. There could be someone in your life who wants you to not grow not evolve, not find out who you are and then put yourself in the world. They have a vested interest in you not doing that. That's a real thing, particularly in relationships. Now, this is going to be a real, this is going to be a source of content uh, coming up over the next little while on The Loneliness Guy is about loneliness in a relationship, but I need to flag that there need to flag that there could be someone in your life, there could be a major traumatic event in your life that has been holding you back. Um, And none of that is easy to work through. I want to say that right now. None of it. None of it. However However, you've gotten to that point, um, within you, that you want to do connection, but there's something holding you back, none of it, none of it is easy to, to to move beyond. But I want to investigate that that notion of staying small and staying safe. Because to me, the thoughts and feelings of loneliness often come down to wanting to stay safe and small, to avoid making a fool of ourselves or to avoid getting hurt. And perhaps staying safe and small worked for us for, uh, and, and got us through a traumatic event, whatever that event is. And it worked, so we kept doing it. And we kept doing it whenever we felt similarly threatened. We stayed quiet. We didn't want to be uh, seen so we could stay safe and small. And here's a, here's an important point. Our loneliness could come from stories that we've been telling ourselves for years. And those stories that we've been telling ourselves for years have calcified into beliefs about our worthiness for love and belonging. The stories could be like how if we show our true selves in a particular circumstance, in a particular moment, All those in our lives who are in our lives won't love us anymore and will leave us. So this is abhorrent. This thought is abhorrent to us as humans, that, that those people around us will leave us. Will not love us anymore. That we won't belong. And so it seems better to stay safe and stay quiet. And all these stories kind of, and I'm very big on imagery, and all these stories kind of get put into the backpack that we carry through life. And they kind of, you know, the stories become like ever-growing backpacks that we're always carrying through life. And we feel that we can't put them down because at once, like, we know that they're beginning to weigh us down, but they're also like... Our, our shelter. We can hide. They're, they're kind of protection, armor, if you will. But here's the, here's the thing. Staying small and safe often is avoidance. And avoidance, done often enough, leads to isolation. And isolation, done often enough, mentally, mental isolation, emotional isolation, physical isolation. Any one of those can become loneliness. So I've got a question for you that I want you to ponder for just a few moments. How is avoidance showing up for you in your life right now? We'll be right back. I interrupt myself for just a moment to say to you that I have a bold vision for The Loneliness Guy to be the place for gay men experiencing loneliness to come and get the support that they need at the time they need it, wherever they are in the world. The vision includes hosting seminars, workshops, and retreats to help gay men, to help you and other gay men just like you, get the connection that they need and deserve to help them learn from their loneliness. The vision is to partner with other coaches, connection experts, and therapists to make these events happen locally at first and then around the world. Look, undoubtedly this is a bold vision and I need to start, I'm so keen to start and scaling up my work here at The Loneliness Guy to to, to what I know it can be, but I need your help. If you'd like to help me, please go to thelonelinessguide.com forward slash invest or follow the link in the episode description and help me to realize this vision for gay men globally. It's time to get serious about loneliness in gay communities. Can you please help me? If you've got any questions for me, please ask away. But in the meantime, back to the episode. Welcome back. So I asked the question just before that, that that break, how is avoidance showing up for you in your life right now? Because connection requires you to be seen and to feel vulnerable. So to feel that connect to feel connected, you need to be seen, to be heard and to belong. And that belonging comes with vulnerability. And there's no way around this fact. The connection that you need as a gay man experiencing loneliness comes when you decide to allow your beautiful self to be seen physically, mentally, and emotionally the connection you need as a gay man experiencing loneliness comes when you allow yourself to be vulnerable with yourself and then with others. You're allowed to take up space. You're allowed to have your voice heard. You're allowed to show up and be seen. You're allowed. But make no mistake, this is fucking hard. Yep. Being vulnerable and putting ourselves out into the world is tough. Like, yeah, yeah, really tough. We can't do it alone. We can't do it alone. That's the thing, and that's the thing about loneliness and doing connection. We experience loneliness within ourselves alone. But the path to connection that we need as humans requires us to engage with other people, requires us to get real with other people, to get real with ourselves. Because anything, anything that we do where we're not real, where where we're trying to connect, but we're not really being authentically ourselves, that's my friend is not going to touch the sides. That is going to feel like it does, going to feel pretty good actually, but it's not. It's not the type of connection that will really sustain you because it will always be plaguing you in the back of your mind that you have to show up as someone. You have to play a character as someone, if you're not showing up in, a situ- in every situation as yourself, you're going to have to be remembering lines and that's not being authentic. And we need that authentic connection to feel connected. But we can't do it alone. Even if we try really hard to do it quietly to fix ourselves. So, here's the answer as I see it. I would not be serving you at all well if I was to write something or say something like, just take your backpack off that's full of emotional baggage and let yourself be seen. Or, bringing in Elsa and Frozen, be like Elsa and just let it go. For Elsa, to Elsa, if only it was so easy as wandering around and pirouetting and singing a song and having frozen fractals all around and blah, 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 and saying, you know, the cold never bothered me anyway, um, which is not true. Personally, I hate the cold. (laughs) I'm deeply bothered by the cold. Um, But there's a word in both of those statements Be like Elsa and just let it go and just put down that backpack and let yourself be seen. The word just in these statements is key because just drips with judgment. If only it was so easy to just put the backpack down, our emotional backpack down, full of the stories that we've been carrying around about who, who we are and who we're not. And how we're worthy or not worthy of being seen and heard and to feel that we belong. All those stories that have been keeping us safe and small. If only that it was so easy to, you know, take the backpack off, put it down and miraculously let ourselves be seen. If only it was so easy to just let it go and pirouette uh, our way to that soul nourishing and authentic connection. Here's the thing about the word just. What may be just a tiny step over a crack on a footpath or on a pavement for me, may be like you trying to leap over the Grand Canyon in a single bound. Just implies that it's an easy thing to do. This is not an easy thing to do. While our loneliness can sometimes come from wanting to stay safe and small, the path to connection requires both ourselves and other people to step up and to help us along the way. We all need help, including you, including me. You need someone to help you take steps towards learning what fear you're holding onto and then to work through it so you can move forward. That someone could be a therapist or a counselor. That could be a coach. That could be someone in your orbit who you know is trying to put themselves into the world just like you are. And it could be a combination of all of those. Big question, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Are you waiting for things to be solved and fixed before you put yourself out into to the world? Because if you are, you're going to be waiting a very long time because things aren't going to be right. Things aren't going to be perfect. But now is the perfect time to do it. So let's, let's work out what you're holding on to. Let's take that backpack off. Let's pirouette Start pirouetting and letting it go, and then let's move forward together. That's it for this episode. There's a lot in that, wasn't there? Remember that there's a lot of content on my site, thelonelinessguy.com, designed to help you learn from your loneliness and to destigmatize loneliness and promote authentic connection for gay men globally. Remember, you won't miss any content if you join the mailing list. Joining the mailing list is free and you'll receive one email each week from me letting you know that there's been, when there's been new content updated. Or for something more interactive with me, how about joining me in a wonderful group of other gay men learning from their loneliness and supporting each other as we do connection. Come and join the Premium Connection Lounge on Facebook it's free and you can come and join us for monthly zoom calls inspiring chats and exclusive insights into the work being done here we'd love to see you in the premium connection lounge but if you're interested in joining either the exclusive premium connection lounge on facebook or joining the mailing list follow the links in the episode description If you got something from this episode, why not buy me a coffee to say thanks? There's a PayPal link in the episode description. Any money received from your contribution through PayPal goes to me continuing this work, and it is always appreciated. Have have you got a question for me or got any feedback? Reach out to me on socials or send me an email to connect at thelonelinessguy.com. Remember to like, comment, rate, and share this episode. It helps others in your social circle who may be quietly experiencing loneliness to know that they're not alone, and it helps me out too. I also understand that those who share content relating to the destigmatization of loneliness and promoting authentic connection for gay men globally make for better lovers. Try it out and prove me wrong. I really appreciate you joining me for coffee again today. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, and be awesomely you as you do connection. I'll see you later. All sounds that you heard in this episode were recorded at Prefab Eatery on Jesse Street, Wellington. All views expressed in this episode are my own and are intended to support, challenge, and inspire gay men to consider the issue of loneliness and increased awareness of the need for authentic connection with themselves, with others, and their communities as an antidote to loneliness. They are not intended to, nor should they, replace the advice of a licensed helping professional. Please consult the resources page on my website, thelonelinessguide.com, if you
1: feel that you need the services of a licensed helping professional. Thanks for listening.